show is part of the Other Side Podcast Network. Welcome to Maker's Corner episode 9. My name is Yannick, I'm the French guy from Switzerland and joining me tonight are, yes, plural. Uh, first of all, my co-host, Nate. Hello, Nate. How are you? Fantastic. The weather's great. Nothing is blown over. No power outages. Life is great. <laughs> no magic smoke in any of your projects? No magic smoke, surprisingly. <laughs> And also joining us tonight uh, as a guest, our first guest on this show, is um, Mark from the Binary Time Podcast, another great show from the Other Side Podcast Network. Hello, Mark. How are you? I'm doing grand. Yeah. So I, got, I feel privileged now being the, the first guest and everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's not my first guest on the show, but the first guest on this show. Um, hopefully, we can, we can get... Uh, more guests to come and, and record with us. We already had an interview, but it's not the same. It's, it was pre-recorded, so it's not uh, yeah. not exactly. Uh, I didn't really a live participate guest. in that one. For that, no. I, I heard it after it was done. So, <laughs> but but you heard it before everyone else, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had a, a conflict. On, so. Yeah, on tonight's show, um, Mark is going to um, talk with us about. Uh, how he built the international the international space station, no less. <laughs> with my bare thing. hands. Yeah, <laughs> sure. it's an amazing feat. Yes, it is. Um, no matter the Nate scale. is gonna <laughs> Nate is gonna talk about uh, what he did this fortnight, and uh, if we have time, I'm going to talk about what I did. But if if we don't have time, I'm going to talk to about, about that on our next episode. So, Mark, you. Sh- um, Teased us uh, about I think a week ago, something like that, on the um, on Maker's Corner uh, Telegram group, with some awesome pictures of uh, the build you've made. Uh, so let's let's talk about that. It's the international international space station, is it? It is indeed. Well, I just built it at that stage, and I was just dead chuffed with myself, you know. And I was going, "Yes, this is great," <laughs> you know. So I had to share it with someone, and I was thinking. You know, who else is into this? So I said, sure, look, I'll post it up at Maker's Corner and see what they make of it. And yeah, uh, you seem to, to like it and like it enough for me to, to come on. So it's, it's an amazing bit of Lego, I have to say. Like is a bit of an understatement. So you might have to find a different <laughs> word, uh, that, that would, <laughs> that you can plug in place of like. That was very awesome. I thought I loved it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it is. It is cool because um, I kind of follow ESA news and stuff like that, and ESA being the European Space Agency, and uh, they just announced that they were doing a bit of a collaboration between themselves and Lego for the twentieth um, anniversary. Would you believe of the International Space Station? Yeah. So, um, yeah. Wow. So. Sorry, no. It's just wow. Like I, I, to me, that was like five years ago. So <laughs> my right. my perception of time is all kinds of kind of wonky. Ah, oh, sure, yeah. Tell me about it. I'm I'm much the same. <laughs> it just seems to keep on going faster. 
Yeah. But um, yeah, the the set itself, um, they announced this, and it was originally um, a Lego Ideas kind of um, thing. So uh, it got through, and it's eight hundred and sixty four pieces. Uh, what is it? It's about 50 cent, yeah, uh, 50 centimeters long and about 30 centimeters high. And I would say probably 15 centimeters deep. And you get uh, a nice few little small astronauts and a, a kind of a small space shuttle and a few extra bits and pieces. And disconcertingly, there's quite a few spare pieces left at the end. <laughs> so, <laughs> I think they do that to throw you off and make you a little nervous. Like, did I miss something? Make you go through the yeah. directions again. That's how they get you yes. know extra uh, time on their on their paper. That's that's why they do that. You know, double uh, yeah, the value. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. I remember, like back in the day, you got exactly the right amount of pieces. But I've noticed, you know, building Lego with nephews and stuff like that. Uh, not in the recent past, but I suppose within the last five years, you're always getting extra pieces with Lego sets these days. Call them bonus pieces. Bonus and there's pieces, a, yes. Yeah, a lot of times they're like little things like you might lose, and that's why they give you extra ones. So, like, yeah, yeah. So sometimes, it's, sometimes it feels like some some of the pieces have, have a mind of themselves and, and they hide intentionally oh, yeah. in, in all the strangest places. <laughs> yeah, especially if you get a space set of any kind, like Star Wars or Classic Space, you know, whatever, any of the, any of the space sets. What will happen is those smaller pieces, they actually go into subspace and they ne you never see them again. And, and so it just, <laughs> it's just what happens and you just have to acknowledge it's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. But you can be sure the spare pieces that you have, they're not the ones that go missing. This is no. true. <laughs> yeah there's some kind of universal law that <laughs> yeah. if you have a spare then that's not gonna break or get loose you know <laughs> it's it's always the the thing you you don't have that uh it's going to get lost exactly exactly oh sure murphy's law i've learned to live by it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so how long did you uh, did it take you uh, to, to build this uh this space station well i probably spent i spent a good few hours on it now, first of all, I just kind of looked at the box for a while and just went, ah, this is cool. <laughs> As you should. And then I opened it. Uh, indeed, indeed. <laughs> and um, I just opened it up then and kind of basically uh, there were six plastic bags inside it with all the pieces, a very large uh, manual. I think it's about 140-ish page manual or something. Um, they've got some nice info at the start of it about the International Space Station itself, about the the guy behind it, uh, Christoph Rube, I think is is his name. Um, he's a, a, fa a Lego fan, and um, you know he just kept on pushing the idea uh, for this International Space Station until eventually it got voted to be a set. And I'm delighted it did as well, especially in time for the, the 20th anniversary of the space station. So, yeah. um, I just looked through the, the manual then for a bit and then, um, started opening the plastic bags in the order as, you know, these days, the, the actual plastic bags come numbered. So there were six bags 
started with one, opened it up, arranged all the pieces, and then just started building. So I'd say I probably had it built in... Ah, God, I suppose from start to finish, I was probably at it three hours altogether. Oh, that's that's not bad. And then I, I just sat there and went, wow. <laughs> <laughs> For another three wow. hours. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a... Uh... It's a beautiful kit. So yeah, you you. I mean, you've built it, but you can um, now you can enjoy it. It's cool. So that means so it was about it, four and a half parts per minute is what you actually put on the thing. Just I just thought I'd calculate it out real quick. So that, that's <laughs> oh, your rate, I, I that's your rate you, of assembly. <laughs> I thought you knew that by heart. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not that good. Well, that's probably actually the whole unboxing and everything. You know, oh, okay. from start right. to finish, we'll say rather than just assembly time, you know. But, um, I mean, it was it was really nice. And it's it's been a while now since I have built any Lego, but it was something I just used to love doing, you know. Uh, but I suppose towards the, the end of my, my Lego career, or whatever you want to call it, I was building my own stuff rather than anything from a, a manual. And even though, like I suppose, like I was saying with nephews and stuff of the recent past, um, I would have been building from instruction as well, you know, but it was just a, a nice feeling to yeah, be building yeah, again. That's, it, it's, it's totally fun. Like I think Lego, I, I feel like they're catering more towards adults lately than even than kids, maybe perhaps, I don't know, maybe because we're willing to spend the money, but the uh, one, I think it's really nice that they do, I think they make it a little bit easier because I, I do buy some vintage sets every once in a while on eBay or Bricklink. And, and I notice the old instructions, they don't tell you what piece you need for this, this step. I don't know if you remember that, like from the old sets. You had, to, you had to look and figure it out. And so sometimes you'd get ahead and you realize, and you miss something in, you, before then. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, now the yeah. new ones, the new ones are, are a lot easier. It's, it's, it's great. I think it's too, also it's great for kids because they can learn the procedural, procedural um, you know, instructions, uh, putting things together, paying attention to changes, you know, looking at inventory, and there's there's lots of practical applications. And and mm. and plus, when you're done, it's something really cool, like your space station. Um, mm. and, you know, that's it's just it's fun to have on display. I think you know, I, I think um, you know, some people have different art or models. You know, and I think the Legos just make a fun model to look at as well. So, uh, but that oh, space station. Time, yeah. That space station, like I, I, I saw the, the um, I saw it online also, and I, I'm like, oh, it's a little, a little too rich for my blood. Um, actually, that's not true. I just didn't make it a priority. The, um, mm. but it had such nice like details. I thought in the in the design of it, like the the way they the way they use pieces to kind of give it that um, a, a a bigger the greebling, I guess is what they call it, to give it a larger look. And so the the art and then the structuring to make sure it actually holds together properly. It's such a good combination of of different uh, you know, sciences, essentially, and art to uh, to have a good, you know, stable, solid model that you can actually, you know, keep. And so, yeah, forth. big time. I totally agree. And what I actually had intended to do originally was hang it off of the ceiling, Ooh. and maybe Ooh. have it spinning around or whatever. Yeah, but it comes with a it comes with a stand. Oh, really? And you. You're supposed to place your astronauts and the space shuttle and um, the 
other little satellites and stuff like that off of that. And there's a nice little piece as well on the bottom that says International Space Station on the stand, you know. So they just go really well together. So I just can't see myself hanging it from this ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so unless you, unless you made yourself and do you have a three D printer, you could probably design something to have the same, you know, feel and flair. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Hang that off the ceiling, and that's what I've been thinking of. I've been looking at three D printers for for years now. I've been, you know, thinking of getting one, but I've never. Never gotten around to us, you know, so I probably never will. But um, well, find a friend who has a three printer, and then... <laughs> or, or maybe a library. Do you, do the libraries in your area yeah, have three printers? Because our the libraries no. around me, the public libraries, are starting to get three D printers. They're they're doing like these. Um, you can come in and and print stuff at the library. Wow, yeah, or uh, a that's amazing a, a fab lab or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're yeah around. we have a fab yeah. lab inside Limerick, all right. Yeah. So what what um what kind of space shuttle did they uh, include? That's because a good question, uh, yeah. yeah, because the 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 space shuttle official one as uh, program has been stopped nine years ago, I think. Um, yeah, two thousand twelve. Yeah, the the yeah 11, the 11. European space shuttle. What's its name? Uh, well, I don't remember its name, but uh, it's not flying very often so which no, one did they include i it's it's one of the space shuttles i don't know maybe enterprise <laughs> i'm not sure <laughs> oh that, uh, that, would, that would be a good be one nice. just because yeah just because <laughs> just because because of the name there's a look at it there now ah uh, that does that oh, does look a, like the yeah. u.s space shuttle yeah it's a space shuttle oh, it is, it right, is yeah. a, an actual space yeah. shuttle like but which mm-hmm. one and look at the the bottom there can you see that Yep, I can. No. Oh, okay. That's cool. Oh, yeah. I did that, yeah. It's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Nice we're detail. gonna need some. And then we're gonna need some the... pictures uh, of that for the for the audience. <laughs> oh, I even like Lots how they did details, the yeah. the rockets in the back. That that's that's great yeah. right there. I know, like it's it's a small model, but I mean, it, the detail is just really nice. Yeah. Yeah. So sure. it, it's not the um, the SpaceX Dragon module. No. So they they're gonna have to build that <laughs> to, to make that to go with the the space station now that the dragon has uh, docked uh that'll be the water, reissue was like uh, uh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> we can have to go well i think i think this yeah. particular model is something like 10 years in the making oh you know because wow. uh christoph uh designed this originally and then um you know it got rejected a few times so um eventually it got made Due to popular demand or whatever, which is I'm delighted, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And and it's a, a collaboration between uh, ESA and uh, and Lego. You said. As, yes, as far as I know, but I suppose it's basically a Lego Lego ideas um, set, which which anybody can submit to. If you have an, a, a set idea, you can submit it to Lego Ideas. Oh, and, okay. And yeah. I'll give you an example of one that I that I. I voted for. It was a recreation of a Commodore 64 case and keyboard in Lego. Where you, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Working? Oh, you oh, could no. make it working. Yeah. You, you actually could oh, put wow. a, a yeah. motherboard in there oh, wow. and make it work. Yes. It was, it was all, it's to scale. It's designed to work with an actual Commodore 64 board. So, yeah, there are <laughs> lots of really awesome ideas out there. 
That's so, us, did um, that get yeah. made? Uh, it, well, I mean, it was. There's um, there's a, a a retro technology channel called Parafractic Retro Recipes, and I saw it on there. And, and since I'm, I've been a Lego nut for. I came out of my dark ages, as it's called, in 2018. You know, back into Lego. I I've been on the Lego Ideas page at least weekly to look at stuff. And I and every time I get an email, I, I like to look at the new ideas. And so I saw that, and also I saw the video of of him making that. So I, yes, I of course had to um, click vote on that because yeah, it's just awesome, cool. Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. Yeah. I'm gonna need the link to the uh, this uh, YouTube channel for the. You got it, notes. boss. I'll make sure you get that that link. <laughs> Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, definitely check that out. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it's it's great. So do you have any plan to build uh, something else after this uh, this feat that, uh, that, 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 that this build is? I don't know. I always wanted to build a Death Star. Um, wow. But I never got, like, there was a, a Lego Death Star... Um, back in the day, but you know, it's hugely expensive and all the rest of it. And I suppose when I had the time, I never had the money and now I have the money. I wouldn't have the time for building that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I uh, think I, I I clearly understand what you mean. (laughs) So, well, if, if you ever build uh, a Lego death darling, I'm going to have a problem because I won't know on which show to invite you to talk about that. <laughs> because it could be it could be this one or maybe we could start a Star Wars podcast yeah, or yeah. <laughs> no, just say use the force Picard. Oh. Sorry? Use the force Picard. <laughs> yeah, use the force Picard, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well that was uh that, that was a great build. I loved it. Um if you could just take a few pictures uh, and then send that on the Telegram group, I could then uh, add that to the uh, the show notes so that everybody can enjoy. Oh, for uh, sure. Build. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. Well, let's uh, let's move on to uh, next part of the show. Nate, you have been doing some Frankenstein thing. Yes. <laughs> this past week. So, so can you talk about that? For me, the uh, necessity is the mother of all invention, right? Necessity mm. or, or maybe obsessive-compulsive disorder might be also another uh, <laughs> source of innovation. Inspiration. So I, yeah, inspiration, yeah. So he, the, um, the issue is, about a year ago, um, I decided that I needed to upgrade my uh, cordless tool platform. I wanted, and, and as part of like a simplification of my life, I wanted to basically make make my life as... Uh, efficient as possible. So when I go to do something, I want I want uh, as little. This might be bad to say, but as little preparation time or as little like like administrative time to get started on any project, anything that I do. I don't like have to. I don't like that preparation process. It's annoying because I'm. It slows down the creativity. Yes, and and it makes you want to you know, you know, kick a puppy or something after a while. Uh, maybe <laughs> I shouldn't say that. That's I don't have any puppies. So I, but I it, it, yeah, it, it gives <laughs> you the opportunity to overthink. Your yeah, stuff. that too. So That's I, the I best part because you can sit there and not do anything for ages. <laughs> well, well, the thing is, like, I I have this problem where I I build a task list and I says I'm going to do all these things today, and it's not even feasible. So every day I'm disappointed with myself. That's that's kind of how I run my life, <laughs> and um, so I end up going with uh, the Dewalt 
the line. Now, in, in the U.S., that's called 20-volt max, but because the marketing nonsense um, that they use in the U.S., they cannot use in Europe, it's just called 18-volt in Europe because, you know, because there's more... Because it's 18-volt. Because it's more honest. <laughs> yes. 18-volt, actually, it's like 18.5-volt nominal, so they could have probably rounded up and said 19-volt. But yeah, <laughs> you know, whatever. But that's not a that's not a round number. So <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. It's a weird number. Other, they did have nineteen point two volts for a while. So what I I slowly w- was convert. I was slowly converting my my uh, tools like bit by bit. I was selling them, selling the old ones on eBay, the old Porter cable that I had an eighteen volt Porter cable. And I'd sell the old ones on eBay and and been replace them with new Dewalt basically. Now Dewalt is more expensive, but the reason I I was moving platforms is because the company decided to abandon abandoned this um this battery platform and i couldn't buy new batteries at a reasonable price with you know the runtime and actually the batteries are almost as as expensive as the actual drill itself a lot of the times sometimes yeah now that has actually changed that's that's that that was a very accurate statement like 10 12 years ago but now if you break down the price per watt hour of power of, of these batteries the old ones the, uh, the the old ones. I'm not going to show you the underside because it's the, it exposes it. This is about roughly about um, twenty four dollars per watt hour of power. This one here is more like eleven dollars to fourteen dollars per watt hour. Now there's a lot more energy. This is more energy dense, so you pay more for it. But the but the actual runtime, like the price per power, is about half the cost of what it was ten years ago. And this was a good deal. This is technically a better deal. And so what I wanted was, to, as part of the, the simplification, was just to have one battery platform so I can run everything on it. Everything from my weed whacker to my lawnmower, the vacuums to whatever. And I wanted one battery platform. And the issue was, there are some tools that there's not exactly a, a, a direct one-for-one comparison. Like, this is a, a goofy-looking drill. It's a close-quarters drill. And I really like it. Now, there's, like, right-angle drills. But I happen to really like this one. So what I did was, I took a battery, a, a dead battery. And for the uh, for the Porter cable, and then I I could I took a a cheap one I bought on eBay, not the one you buy in the store, for the Dewalt, and I I basically I I made an interface for these both to be together. Now I've seen some other ideas on the uh, on YouTube where they like epoxy and hot glue a bunch of stuff together, and I'm like, ooh, that's not that's not the way I like to roll because if I want to take this thing apart, you know, I'd be done with that. So I took uh, some PVC that I had from another project my my pantry thing and i took and basically i I bond it together and then i created a pattern for the bottom of this so i could screw it onto the top the battery compartment and then i took the adapter from the for the dewalt and i screwed that onto this so this can be unscrewed and i can redo everything except for the soldering i have to resolder but but this can be totally undone with limited um work i guess so it works just as you would expect and then I can just pop on. Now it looks goofy, like and it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty goofy looking, but it does it, it does work like like does you want. Does the job? Does the job? Nice. And I can, and I can just use this. Very so, nice. So I, I don't need to have a different battery. No, I can have one battery platform now to run everything. So there's other like like, like an area light that I have that I'll make another adapter for. But since since this works as my proof of concept, I'm now taking the time to model. I, I did put it in the Maker's Corner um, Telegram group today, but I'm modeling an adapter so that it's not as thick. So I basically, I'm simplifying uh, the design here. Yes. So I'm simplifying the design so that instead of having a spring mechanism here, I'm going to create a live hinge 
out of plastic inside there. And I've done some kind of crazy 3D printing like methods that work that would never work with injection molding. So what I'm going to do is I'll, I'll have a uh, a live hinge here instead that's just going to hold on to the battery, and then I will create just the interface. Then it'll kind of be it'll be the other way around, um, but but it'll be much shorter is the idea, and then I can just pop it on the back. Uh, will it be great? I don't know. First round. But I'm I'm in the process of searching for a 3D printer, you know, speaking of that, and uh, I think I have one. It's a kit, so I can get it for about 166 yeah. US dollars, and I just have to put it together. And that sounds like a terrible video uh, that I could do as well, of me putting together a 3D printer <laughs> and trying to calibrate it. Hopefully it's disastrous, so it gets more likes, or dislikes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, likes and dislikes both count as a reaction for YouTube. So, that's, yes. uh, for my videos, I'm averaging about an eighty percent like rate. So that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The other twenty percent are dislikes. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I like it when people say no, I don't like it because you know I I sometimes downvote my vote my my stuff. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, the fact that they took the time to press the uh, I don't like this video button that means they have actually uh, it shows they care engaged. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, sometimes people will, will, <laughs> will, will click this uh, thumb down button without watching, but at least they're engaged. And uh, yeah. to YouTube, that 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 also counts as as reaction. Yeah, I think my my worst video I have as far as down votes is one where I I fixed a sledgehammer, and uh, it, I dropped it on me in in the video, so I left that in there. <laughs> um, but you know, oh boy. Good times. Yeah. Good times, yeah. yeah. Not too much damage, I hope. No, no, no. It was fine. It, it, uh, <laughs> it, it was more of a mess for the camera than it was for me. So, All yeah. right. It survived. <laughs> all right. All right. Okay. Um, well, um, I announced... Well, I announced... I talked last uh, episode about um, the fact that uh, my daughter asked me for uh, a new desk as she's seen the um uh my my workbench so she wanted to she told me, she asked me to build her her desk so i did i did that i um i already um i've i've sent some pictures of um of the the chair i have uh, built um on, on the telegram uh, group i've uh, and i've now finished the uh, the whole thing um she tried it and she's uh, very pleased that looks and, really cool uh, I, I, yeah, yeah, it, it it is cool, and I, I like it. It's not perfect, you know, but it's, because it's something I've built. It's like my third build, so uh, it's it's not perfect, but uh, it's it's mine. It's a, it's one I did. Um, but the thing is, uh, beyond the, the the object itself, is the uh, the learning I did. Uh, I've learned a lot of things. Like for example, I I wanted to go. Uh, fast, so I bought some uh, wood with um, some. It's a MDF with um, white. Uh, I, I don't know how to call that. So white coats on on it. Yeah, it's, a, um, it's like a primer, know. a white white primer. Yeah, mm -hmm. something like that. But I wouldn't do that uh, if if I had to make a, another uh, another well, piece of furniture. Really? Because well, you can't sand anything. So oh, yeah. if it's a little bit off, you can't sand it. You you can't put screws in there because it's going to break a little bit so it's not very nice uh, oh so that was actually, maybe I, I, it was a laminate not a coating it was a yes, laminate then okay. laminate yes okay, laminate. that's it right. so maybe maybe i didn't choose the, the right techniques to do that but um the good thing is that 
it's built, it's it's white, it's nice, it's uh, and uh, it's good. But I think next time I do something like that, I'm going to use you know plain wood or MDF or what, uh, whichever, and and paint it uh, because then I, you, I, I could send the thing, put screws in there wherever I want without breaking anything. Um, I think it, it it and the 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 glue will uh, stick better. I think on on wood than on the uh, laminated Laminate. thing. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So, but it's uh, it's a nice desk. Um, I like it. She likes it, and I, I like it that she likes it. <laughs> Makes me proud. Uh, it's uh, it's it's not very expensive. I think I had uh, thirty five francs for the um, for the chair and fifty for the the desk. No, or was it maybe the other way around? Because the more there's more stuff on the chair, like the the, the wheels and things like that. So yeah, less than a hundred francs for the for the old things, which is about the same in, in dollars, euros, isn't it? Oh, okay. And in euros, maybe. To, uh, yeah, I think it's one franc twenty for a euro, something like that. Oh, is it really? So, yeah, it's, yeah. We can we can do a live. This is the the live search of the episode. We we need a jingle for that. <laughs> <laughs> I was CHF in two euros. I was in Switzerland oh, back uh... in uh, 2015, and uh-huh. at that stage, it was—I think it was close enough to parity. In there 2015, wasn't much in it anyway. Yeah. Um, 2015. Uh, back in a few years back, the Switzerland was keeping the euro at one one point two francs for one euro, and they did did that artificially, as the the, the bank was uh, the the national bank was. Buying and selling euros to keep the um, the same uh, exchange rate, but now they've okay. dropped that. Uh, right now, it's uh, one one point one uh, francs for a euro. So yes, it's almost parity. Yeah, so yeah, oh, okay. less uh, less than a hundred uh, euros to to build uh, this thing. I, I'm pretty sure I could have bought a, a cheaper uh, desk from uh, you know IKEA or something, uh, but. Um, but it's mine. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Where's the fun yeah. in that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. One point oh four, one dollar four cents for one franc. Yeah, so franc. So it's yeah. yeah so it's pretty much parity in uh, uh, US. So Chuffies, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I've learned. I've learned a lot uh, doing this, uh, and um I'm, I'm, it's almost finished. It's not really finished, you know. The, 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 I want to put some LEDs in there, of course, course. <laughs> because, of course. So I want. I have to put some um, two shelves in the in the, um, the legs of, of the um, of the desk, and then I'm going to put some LEDs in there, and then it, it's going to be done. And, I gotta uh, say, I've, I yes. really like how the chair tucks right in, and it's just it's like flat in the front. That's, yeah. that is a really neat design feature. Yeah, so to be honest, I didn't invent this. Of course, I I did what I usually do is uh, look on the internet, uh, find something that uh, that uh, looks cool, and uh, and uh, redesign the thing to suit my needs. Well, so I'm the gonna original go with you one. I... It. That's, I'm just gonna okay. pretend like you did. Because, well, you know, just because the one I did, the one I saw on the internet only had one side because it was for a smaller child, and uh, so there was only the the, the chair and. And then one, um, what do you call that? Some something to put the one shelf on on the um, on the left. But Zoe wanted a, a large desk, so she has two shelves 
one on each side. And yeah, it's really nice that the, the chair can, can get inside. It's cool. So now if I may ask, the, the process you use to make it, what mm-hmm. do you use? Did you d- design that then on SketchUp or Fusion 360 for, for no, that? No, Fusion 360, this okay. one. Okay. So I designed, I designed everything in uh, Fusion 360. Um, <laughs> actually, the, the, the difficult part was to find what wood was available in, in, the, um, in the local uh, uh, shop. So I had to made, made a, make a few trips to the uh, to the shop and, and actually look what they had because on their internet site, it's it's I don't know who designed that, but it's impossible to find <laughs> anything. So I had to go there and and have a look at uh, what they had and then come back with the uh, exact uh, width uh, uh, of the uh, thickness of of the, uh, the the wood and then I was able to design that on Fusion three sixty. And the good thing, because Fusion 360 is parametric, um, I designed it with, you know, a, a, a almost uh, good dimensions. But then I came back and and typed the, the right dimension. I did updated itself, and I had my uh, oh, wow. my plans and uh, my uh, my uh, cut list, and uh, that's it. Yeah, I, I've been known to take a pair of calipers with me to places just to measure stuff before I before I bought it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, or tape measure, we, yeah, which is a, a, a nice thing to do. Yeah, in fact, one time I went to this, went to the um, Lowe's is what it's around here where I go to the big, mm-hmm. big like contractor warehouse type store that you know you could fit probably a hundred of my homes in size. Inside <laughs> <Yeah>. of, <laughs> and um, <clears throat> and I forgot to bring a tape measure with me. So I walked like six aisles down, grabbed a tape measure off the wall, <laughs> walked back, and I just started measuring stuff, and then I put it back. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, nice. That's but uh, yeah, no, it's it's fun uh, when, when you have an idea. It's really fun to to like yeah start to build it, and then um, I know I think that desk turned out really just fantastic. It's uh, I showed yeah. my daughter that desk, and then she looked at me and says. So when are you going to build me a desk like that? <laughs> I'm like, I, I can Get send it. you the. Uh, <laughs> I can send you the fusion uh, file if you want. Yeah, actually, if you could, because I, I might actually go that with that with her. Right, right now we're as a um, with me and my with me my kids, my three kids. We've been building a, a, a bench out of some scrap wood from when I built some stairs. And so Ooh. I've been so I've been having them sand it, and it's I'm using structural lumber for doing you know. The furniture it's gonna be an outside like for our fire pit it'll just be an outside bench but uh but so the plan is after we get it assembled done it's this is a multi-day thing because anything with kids is really slow but when mm-hmm. it's done uh, i want i'm going to let it weather a little bit so probably like late summer i'm gonna have them paint it but i'm gonna each let them each pick out a, maybe a paint a different paint or two out of the at the store whatever like I'll try and get some you know just some small cans made and let them paint however they want to paint it whatever kind of art they want to do it and then when it's done, then I'll, then I'll seal it up, and uh, so that'll. The, so we'll revisit that project later on. But yeah, no, yeah. I, I love I love doing these things with my kids. It's just so much fun to see them again. And I want to reloop also on the Legos to see the creativity that they have, and then the way that you can see the, the processing going on in their heads as they're building yeah. something. It's it's absolutely fantastic. And and I want to just throw one other thing more in here too. So my my oldest, he has some ducks. At his mom, or chicken, yeah, chickens, ducks, and geese, whatever, at his at his mom's house, and so he had these little baby, thing, you know, baby. I, I think they were ducks, um, and 
he he needed <laughs> he needed something to hold the food or whatever in place, and so he built a contraption out of Legos to keep it in place. And uh, ah, it was nice. just really neat to Ooh. see how he used the Legos to problem solve for him, which is perfect for prototyping and you know an idea. I think. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so it was, it's it's just so much fun the the that their creative creative process. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a great time to you be a nerd, I tell you what. Oh, oh yeah. Time. But you threw up a picture of a, a structure your daughter built, wasn't it, Yannick? In yes. The, yeah. Yes. That that just took me straight back to some of the stuff my own kids did back in the day. It was brilliant. So, yeah, it's, it's actually just a, a pile of square duplos, you know, those big Legos because she's she's a little bit too small to to use uh, proper Legos, so she's still yeah playing yeah. with duplos but yeah she she just she was we were playing with that and she was she started you know putting them on top of each other and i, I told her you know if you go too high it's gonna fall and she ha, said okay, challenge accepted let's let's see <laughs> yeah <laughs> so she built it and then she had to stop because the the, the tower was bigger than her yeah. <laughs> that was nice That's great that was fun. i think every yeah. kid goes through that where they have to build a tower taller than them yeah and yeah, yeah it's just i think it's a stage so yeah, and then when it falls over, they get all mad. I don't, like, well, of course. It's gonna <laughs> fall over. <laughs> yeah, well, she, she when the the tower fall uh, fell, she was uh, surprised, and then she started laughing and she said, "Let's do that again." <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, amazing. I love it too. Well, talking about Duplos, um, that brings us to, uh, nicely to um, the Thingiverse thing of the episode. We also need a jingle for that. <laughs> so this this <laughs> this episode's uh, thing uh, thingiverse thing is the a Brio to Duplo wagon converter. So basically, I, I picked that up um, to um, to uh, because she has a, a train like that, uh, <clears throat> a Brio train, and she has Duplos, and um, I just. So that on Thingiverse, and I, I thought mm, that would be great to uh, print and have uh, some extension to the train using some le some Legos. So um, I'm going to put a um, a link in the show notes. Uh, I'm going to actually nice. send the link to Mark because Mark doesn't have the uh, the link because it's in our show notes. But uh, let's see, where are you here? Here's the link. And yeah, it's it's nice. Um, I know she she's playing a lot with the uh, the train, and she's playing a lot with the Legos. Uh, so ah. I thought you could combine that. Yeah, I actually yeah. printed some some rails for the train because uh, one day we were we were playing with that, and there was one one or two rails missing just for her to complete her uh, her idea. And I told her, okay, it's time to go to bed. So you go to bed and I'm going to print you some rails and tomorrow we can complete this uh, this thing. And uh, she was very happy to have a, a custom uh, red, red uh, train rail because, right, because that's what I had at the moment. <laughs> and uh, it, it's nice. It's, uh, it took me a while to get the proper dimensions though, um, you know, make make it fit with the uh, the wooden ones. But uh, I think I, uh, I got something now and... Uh, it's uh, it's working great. Oh, that's class. Yep. L looking at that picture, that... I I didn't s think about this before, but do, do you see how the how they're tying the rails together with like a little, almost like a dog bone looking piece? 
Mm-hmm. Now, I have some broken Brio uh, wooden tracks. I didn't think to like just reverse the uh, make, just make another just slot as opposed to a yeah. you know tab and make that work. I, I don't know why I didn't even think of that. Mm-hmm. That's that's just that's just so it's brilliant and and I just totally biffed. <laughs> and when you when you have your 3D printer, you can 3D print uh, those uh, those little bones. Yes, that's nice. It's better than using the jigsaw, where I might lose a finger. <laughs> I mean, I have ten. I have yeah. ten. I can lose, so I can. You know, I've got I got a little bit of an insurance policy, but yeah. it makes it hard to type when you start losing fingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. All you need is two fingers and a thumb on each hand, I think. <laughs> Yeah. Really? That should kind be of, enough. Yeah. It's, it's hard to touch type, though, <coughs> you know. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, that uh, will bring us to the end of this episode. Episode, even. <laughs> we have only did one. So, Nate, do you want to do the conclusion? Yes. Thanks for downloading our previous episode. Really appreciate that you take a little bit of your precious time to listen to us. You can get in contact with us by sending us an email at feedback at makerscorner.tech or by following us on Twitter at makerscornerpod or by joining our amazing Telegram group at t.me slash makerscornerpod. Unless otherwise stated, this podcast is released under a Creative Commons by Attribution share-like license. You will find all the details on our website, makerscorner.tech. Tech. And of course, this podcast is part of the Other Side Podcast Network. You can find more about our amazing shows, including the Binary Times with uh, Mark and Wayne, uh, on our website at otherside.network. Well, thank you, guys. Uh, thank you, Mark, for uh, being our first guest on, on this show, live guest. It was really great to uh, have your, uh, your insight on, on this uh, Lego build that you did. Absolutely. Thanks so much for, it was fun. Yeah. Thanks so much for having me on. It was uh, it was good crack. Yeah, it's 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 another kind of uh, of show uh, you know uh, compared to what you usually do. Uh, well, yes. by the way, can you tell us about uh, the binary times uh, the binary times a little bit? Uh the binary times is just um uh, it's uh, a tech show with myself and Wayne. And we generally talk about uh, free software, free hardware, and free culture. And we just ramble on about stuff, really, you know. But uh, we enjoy it. And I suppose some people enjoy it, too. <laughs> yes. Well, I know I do. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> and uh, thank you, Nate, once again, for joining me. It's always fun being your rubber duck. <laughs> We will be back in two weeks with uh, more uh, DIY and makers stuff. In the meantime, take care of yourselves. Ciao, ciao. Bye now. Cheers.